guys. Welcome back to another episode of Ruminate Daily. It's your girl, Miriam. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is Hutan. Thank you for joining us. We're so excited to talk about meditation, uh, mindfulness, and journaling today. Um, it's going to be a hopefully very informational podcast. We hope to be able to, that you'll be able to incorporate some of these methods in your life. Um, they really do help with just bringing you to the present moment. Yeah. Yeah. The main purpose of meditation, and we're going to talk about journaling as well, is to practice just clearing your mind, practice emptying out your thoughts, your feelings, and the things that you're carrying with you on that day, or the things that you've been carrying with you throughout your past. And we're going to share some practices, some tips that have worked for us in the past, and it has helped us tremendously to move forward and to just feel lighter. And we hope that these practices will also help you as well. And so you can feel the way that we feel after we do these practices. Yeah. When did you first get into meditation or how were you introduced to it? Honestly, I don't remember. Yeah. Like, and if I had to guess, I would say maybe a year ago, I was introduced to it prior to that but I didn't really understand what it is and I just read it heard it and I was like oh what is that what is meditation and it took me a long time to actually commit to it and see the benefits of it and I think that started six months ago and I don't even remember how I was introduced to it but it took me a while to research it to see the benefits to see its purpose to see what it's even for. And ever since I've started, ever since I've practiced, ever since I've made an effort to try to do it at least once a day, it's just the change that I have seen in myself, the change that I've seen internally has been tremendous. It's incredible how just 10 minutes of sitting still and not just your physical dimension sitting still your mental and your thoughts and your emotions just not reacting to those and just sitting still how how much benefit it has how much it can help you and how much it can improve your life what um kind of meditations do you do i recently started doing mantra meditations okay For those of you who don't know, mantra meditation is repetitive sounds to help clear the mind. So I'm sure everyone's heard of the popular OM or something like that. That is what mantra meditation is. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll know as you start practicing, you'll know as you get into it and research what works best for you. I thought that nature would put me in that meditative state the most. But the more I'm practicing, the more I realize that different sounds like ding mm-hmm. or little bowl sounds, little frequency sounds. They, they put me in that meditative state a lot faster. And mantra is that you either say OM or um, other noises, you know, arouse. Like wind chimes. Of- I've heard, I've done a meditation where they use the wind chimes as the, the, the mantra. You just yeah. focus on the chimes. Yeah. It's and super it relaxing and calming. 
And it really brings you just to your present moment. And you're able to feel that peace that there's no pressure of the out surrounding world. You're just kind of in that peaceful element of I'm in this space in time, in the world, in the universe. And I can just pause and breathe and just, you just feel so at ease. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be wind chimes. It doesn't have to be any sound. It could, any sound in the music, like for me, the sound of a guitar and the sound of a piano, if it's being played in the song, it, it will put me in that state. Yeah. And this is what you're going to figure out for yourself is what draws me to that state, to that meditative state where I start shutting down my mind. I start shutting down my thoughts. I don't have to think about what happened that day, what happened to me in the past, what hap- what is going to happen tomorrow. And it lets me just be with me, be with this being, be with this soul and just realize that where where am I in the world? Where am I in myself? Where am I going? Where did I come from? And just all those answers that you're looking for or searching for, they start coming up. The answers are start showing themselves. And that only happens when your mind is silent, when you stop thinking. I know it sounds really hard. I know it sounds impossible, but I'm here to tell you it is possible. It's possible to get to a point where you don't have any more thoughts and you don't have any more emotions. It just takes practice. Like everything, every, it just takes practice. No, it takes the practice to control these thoughts and emotions to bring your body to a state of calmness. I know I always think it's like impossible to not be thinking of something. Um, but when I do sit down and actually meditate, um, I do like to practice focus meditation. So I'll focus on my breathing the most, or um, I'll do kind of like a body scan kind of thing. Um, it seems super simple, but it can be very difficult because you're putting yourself in a state where you have to control your mind. And to some of us, controlling our mind is the hardest thing. So the way you do that is you break it down into the different senses that you have, the different components, focus on your breathing at one point, or then focus on what you hear at another point, or then moving into, well, what am I feeling? I feel, uh, pressure on my chest. We'll analyze, why do you feel this pressure on your chest? I want you to focus on the pressure on your chest. And then as you're focusing on it, then you teach yourself how to release it. Or you can even do a guided meditations um, are really helpful when you're trying to do um, the focus. It's a good way to do both. And it'll actually help alleviate that pressure that you have on your chest. And then you can finally kind of either take a big deep breath or just feel as though like, oh, something has been lifted from me. I've felt that experience numerous times. And every time it's like, wow, I'm okay. I'm here. I'm doing great. This feels good. I'm proud of myself, my mind. Look at the control that I have. Look at what I just achieved. It feels really good. I love it. How did you first get into it? Well, I think I first started in really high school. I always listened to meditations, but I never really thought that I was good at it. I just used it because I've always had some form of anxiety. And so I was like, well, maybe if I listen to this or or do this, I've had this app on my phone called Simple Habit for like years. And um, there's a lot of different guided meditations. Sometimes if I can't sleep, if my mind is racing, I'll put that on and I'll listen to Um, them take me through a guided meditation of like either putting myself 
in a serene environment, or like I said, the focus meditation, um, there's pro progressive meditation where that's where you do the body scan. And it's like you tighten and release your muscles, different focus areas. Um, but I never looked at myself as someone as an expert in meditation. And it wasn't until I kind of went back and started really researching like, Oh, what is meditation? Like, and how, how have I learned or what is my knowledge on it? And it was really shocked to see that I've actually tried all, almost all the nine types of meditations. And I was really shocked in, at my knowledge, I guess. Um, so we think that we don't use certain things or that we're not an expert in something, but like meditation is something that we use every day because every single day we're trying to be more mindful of ourselves or trying to bring peace to ourselves. And it's just the little things that we do. But if you go and break it down, it's like, well, if I enhance focus meditation or progressive meditation in some kind of way and tweak it. Oh, look at how much more I can achieve and how much more calmer I could be. Absolutely. And I love that you said that because that is one of the purposes of meditation is to silence the mind and bring that inner wisdom that you have, that you thought you didn't have. Yeah. That you didn't even know, oh, I've done this before. I've felt this, but you're not consciously aware of it, that you have that wisdom, you have that knowledge. And that's, that's you connecting to your soul. People yeah. think people think connecting to one's soul is like how they show it in movies where a little white, bright light <laughs> starts shining from your body. And I mean, that's true. Yeah. Uh, if you work to the point where your third eye is open, you can see that. But connecting to your soul is literally connecting to the inner wisdom, mm -hmm. to the inner knowledge that already lies within you and use that to improve your life. That's all it is. What kind of techniques do you recommend um, for meditation or mindfulness? The way I started, I just YouTube meditation music or medit guided meditation because actually I remember the, now I remember the first time I tried it. It was last summer and I just sat down and tried to Focus on my breath. That's a big part of it, too. It's focusing on your breath, because as your mind wanders off, the easiest and most simplest way to come back into that state to silence your mind is to focus on your breath. And I tried that and it was really hard. I, I think maybe five seconds, four seconds mm -hmm. that I tried to silence my mind and then a thought entered in. And after that, I was told that it's easier to start with a guided meditation. And I went on YouTube and I searched for guided meditation. I searched for meditation music. And little by little, over practice, I learned to get into that state myself. Because once you get that feeling, you'll know. It's like, it's like taking drugs or drinking alcohol. You know when you're tipsy because you've done it before. You know what it feels like. You know, when you're high because you smoked before, you know what it feels like. Same thing. Once someone takes you through that journey and you start feeling what it really feels like to be in that meditative state internally, then you can do it on your own. And once you're there, you're like, oh, wow, I did it. I did it on my own. And that was that was my journey. And I would recommend that if you've been looking into doing it or if you're just this is the first time that you're hearing about it and it excites you. Just go on YouTube and type guided meditation. There's tons, tons of video, tons of people that are out there helping people just like us, just like people that want to 
tap into that inner knowledge, inner wisdom and guide them. And that's all it is. Yeah. And it takes practice. I always say this. A little infant, a little baby infant, when it's learning to walk, how many times does it fall? How many times does it pick itself back up? How many times is it crying? Mm-hmm. It it picks up, it, it gets up, takes a couple of steps, falls down, cries, tries it again the next day. Right. You never see a little baby get discouraged. You never see a little baby feel like, oh, I can't do it. It's impossible. And each time that the baby gets up, the back, the back muscles, the core muscles, the leg muscles, they get stronger to the point where over time, little by little practice day by day, it gets strong enough to, it can, to the point where it can support itself. Right. And then it starts walking. And then 20 years later, we're all, we're all walking and so thankful for it. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Yeah. You're, right now, we're, that muscle that we use to meditate, which I feel like there are many muscles in the body that you can use to meditate. The one that I focus on the most is the medial prefrontal cortex, which is the physical mirror of the third eye. And that's, that's where I get the transcendental meditation where I'm connecting to God, where I'm connecting to my higher self and connecting to the universe. And at first that muscle was just like a a baby's muscle where it's trying to walk and day by day practicing. uh, Like I said, the first time I could only do it for three seconds, Mm -hmm. but now maybe I can do it for a minute, a couple minutes, no matter, like, depending on how focused I am. And that's all it is. Everything in life is practice. Literally everything. It's just about staying disciplined and having that desire, having that desire of, okay, do I want to implement this practice in my life that I know will improve my life tremendously? There's also different forms of uh, meditation that you could use. Some forms work better than others, just depending on the type of person you are and how you control your body. So besides mindfulness and mantra, there's spiritual, um, that's, with, you know, when you're connecting to that higher power, either God, universe, or whatever you're believing in. Um, there's that focus meditation, obviously concentrating on the senses. Um, we have movement meditation, yoga, yoga is the number one form of movement meditation. We don't even think about it, but all yoga is about the core teachings of yoga is to be at one with your body and your mind and to control yourself in that, to push yourself to certain limits that you didn't think that you could achieve, but with practice yoga takes you there it's one of the best forms of movement meditation um we have transcendental that that hutan um utilizes a lot for himself there's loving and kindness um that is meant for if you feel as though you harbor a lot of resentment and anger um that you would like to let go of the way love and kindness meditation works is you you take yourself through a series of well wishes for other people who you feel like you want to move past a certain thing with. It helps the internal not have, it helps you internally. So you don't have that resentment. You don't harbor it inside of you and doesn't fester and grow in you and make you a hateful person. And there's progressive. And that's the scan meditation that we talked about um, a little bit where you tighten and release the muscles. Um, And then there's visualization. Um, I love visualization because I can put myself in my favorite place. And to me, whenever I'm doing visualization meditation, I am at the edge of a lake and there's like little pebbles and rocks around me 
the lake is like super blue. Um, the sun is out. There's a lot of pine trees and animals around me. And that is my visualization. That is my piece. I love putting myself to that place. And when I do visualize, you can always incorporate each type of med meditation isn't one specific thing. You can incorporate all the different aspects into one. So when I'm visualizing, I'm also using my focus meditation where I'm like, okay, well, at this point, what do I feel in this moment? What do I smell? What do I feel like I would smell? What would I see? Which is, it's just so amazing. And then whenever you take yourself through those 10 minutes of just like relaxation, maybe 15 minutes, some people do for five, however long you need at the end of it, the sense of relaxation that, that I receive at least is unlike anything else. It's literally like, I don't feel more connected with myself and know and trust more in myself than in that moment after I meditate. It's, it's the most relieving experiences. And I feel so much growth, so proud. Like it, it makes you feel so proud. Sometimes I even get emotional and that's okay. Cause with meditation, we're tapping into our core emotions, right? We're tapping into what am I actually feeling? How can I push out negativity and pull in compassion and love, not just for myself, but for the surrounding universe. And that peace is just unlike anything else. I can't even describe it. It's just, I don't, Hutan can see me. I'm literally smiling so hard because thinking about how relaxed and just loved I feel when I meditate is amazing. I love it. I love it. I can see your face light up as you were talking about your experiences and as you're talking about the different emotions, different senses, different growth and outcomes that you've received from your practices. So that's awesome. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very proud. It's it, 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 we really do feel so proud of yourself. Wouldn't you agree? Like it's kind of an accomplishment because we go through life thinking we can't control ourselves, but when you actually achieve that, it's just, it feels really good. It's, I would say it's the greatest achievement that you can do. I agree. Because earlier you said it's not easy for uh, uh, everyone to control their mind. And I think that is the greatest achievement that you can possess in this world is to is the ability to control your mind. And a lot of people will live their lives being controlled by their mind. Yeah. That's where thoughts and emotions all originate. Mind is so powerful that we feel like it's controlling us, but it's the other way around. It's the mind is the faculty to us. The body is the faculty to us. And what meditation does is, and I, I love that you brought up yoga. Yoga is a perfect, perfect example that you control your mind, not mm -hmm. the other way around. And I just did yoga this morning and I've started doing yoga for the past month. When I tell you it's the most beautiful thing I've done to my life, I mean, to the, up to this point in my life, it's unbelievable how powerful yoga is. I didn't know you started doing yoga. We should do classes together. I love yoga. I would love that. I would love that. I, this taste that I got from yoga, I, when I did it for the first time, I immediately said, I want to become an instructor down the line. Like this so powerful, yeah. so beautiful. And what I want to say is it's not just a physical exercise that's been branded and commercialized here in the States. It's a spiritual movement. Mm -hmm. And the meditation that yoga teaches you, I mean, every meditation is spiritual, but yoga really focuses or the yoga 
I did really focuses on a couple of things and the things that I learned. One, your breath is the most powerful tool that you have. Because when you're in uncomfortable poses, when you're in poses where your body just wants to give out, all they say is focus on your breath. Mm -hmm. Put your attention to your breath. Mm -hmm. Breathe through it. Yes. And that translate that to every experience that you will go through or you have been through in your life. When you're in an uncomfortable position in life, when something traumatic happens to you, focus on your breath because that's how you will get through it. Right. Because our body's trying to tense up whenever, you know, fight or flight, you, you, you tense up and you, you're trying to fight. We're essentially animals in a way. And so that's our defense mechanism. But whenever you can control your breathing, you actually are able to relax and open up your perspective into different ways where you can push yourself beyond the limit that you think that you have, because limitations and fears are just based on thoughts. It's not actually real, right? I could say like, I'm scared about my master's program, but I know that I can do it. Like, it's not that I can't do it. There's nothing in me that's, that's stopping me from doing it except for the thought that the fear, the limitations that I put on myself, we all do it to ourselves. And may, maybe it stems from us thinking that we're not good enough in a way. And so maybe we have to tap back into why we feel as though we don't deserve it. And when you bring yourself back to understanding and realizing that you do deserve this, well, then it's a lot easier to take the steps and initiative to actually get it done and become and achieve the goals that you see for yourself to reach the potential, to reach the potential of your being, because we all have so much potential. But what, what can we do with it? It's up to us to make the decision to act on it, to show people, or even ourselves, to show ourselves, not even just the people around you, because what's, in, what's important is inside, that you're capable of doing whatever you set your mind to. Yeah, absolutely. That was going to be my next point, is that literally that, is that you control your mind when you're in that uncomfortable pose, when you're in that uncomfortable situation you control your muscles, you control your body, you control your mind. So you keep continuously tell your mind, stay in that position, stay in that position. But your mind is telling you, this hurts, mm -hmm. release, let me go. Let's get safe. Let's get comfortable. But then you're like, no, I control you. I rule you. I have power over you. You're gonna obey me. Mm -hmm. And that is a good, powerful practice that you can bring outside of yoga, outside of any meditation, when somebody is rude to you, when a parent says something to you, when a sibling, girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, sister, husband, whatever, says something mean to you that arises a reaction out of you internally, mm -hmm. instead of you reacting, let's say somebody tells me, shut up, and I'm like, my first instinct earlier when I was young, I was like, no, you shut up. <laughs> right. That's not me. I'm not saying that. That's my mind. And that's my emotions saying that my mind and emotions are controlling me. But when you do that practice of mindfulness, of meditation, of yoga, of whatever it is that helps you 
gain that confidence, gain that power that you control your mind, you control your emotions. When someone says, oh, you're ugly, you shut up, you're stupid, or you hear something that hurts you on TV or whatever, when you want to go and give that reaction, you're like, no, let me take a step back. I control me. I control what I say. I control my emotions and my thoughts. And I think that was just a very powerful tool for me to just stop reacting to everything because yeah. we all react and our reactions are, are triggers from our wounds. And that was one way that I healed. So meditation really helps you heal. Yeah, it really does. A couple of the benefits from meditation is like gaining new perspectives because you're able to kind of take yourself out of whatever emotions that you're feeling and put yourself around and see, well, let me look at the situation as a whole. Um, it's really good for stress management, um, organizing your thoughts. Hutan actually taught me this because a couple of weeks ago, we were just sitting and having a conversation and he was like, I think you need to start journaling. And I was like, why do you say that? He goes, cause I can see it in your face and in your eyes that your mind has so many thoughts and you just, you, you get it all out, but sometimes it's not organized. Like you just go back and forth. How have you tried journaling in meditation? I didn't meditation, but the journaling and actually writing out has actually helped me organize my thoughts because writing could be a form of meditation, right? It's taking me through my thoughts and emotions and I'm actually able to get it on paper. It actually increases creativity, focus on the present moment, um, emotional balance. It reduces pain and increases memory because you're organizing that thought, because you're going through your, you're doing that scan through your body tightening and releasing. Um, as we mentioned in the last podcast, we hold stress and anxiety in our bodies. Um, so meditation is a beautiful form of releasing that stress or anxiety or how to, or teaching you how to deal with it and moving past it. Do you journal? You journal, don't you? Yeah. I started journaling. I would say a little bit before or a little bit less than a year ago, but since I found meditation, I felt like I didn't need to journal anymore because meditation did that for me. Mm -hmm. And one way to actually get into meditation is to start journaling because that's the easier one. That's the easier step to clear your mind. And we all have a creative brain and we all have a logical brain. And when we create something, when we create a thought, create an outcome, create a vision for ourselves, if we keep it in our mind, then our mind is not able to look at the next step and look at how to develop that next step, to set plan, to set goals. So let's say that you want to lose weight. You put it down on paper. You create this thought, this vision, this idea that you want to lose weight. Same thing with us. We created this plan and idea to start a podcast, put it down on paper. When you put it down on paper, that thought, let's create a podcast, leaves your mind and brings, and it comes to the real world. So right. your mind is able to create the next step. Your mind frees up to look at the next step, next plan, next outcome. Okay, how can we create podcasts? And then once you create that, you put it on paper. Oh, right. we can create it with this. We can do it that. We can do it on Zoom. We can uh, talk about different topics. And then you put it on paper. And then your mind gets freed up to think about the next step. 
And that's all it is. And same thing with the negative ones. If you have any negative emotions or thoughts throughout the day, if you leave them in your mind and you don't write them down or you don't say them out loud, they will fester in your body. Your body is a basically a huge incubator where whatever you leave in there, it will multiply. For example, have you ever had an argument or any type of distress before going to sleep? Oh my gosh, you yes. woke up, you woke up the next morning feeling even worse. Absolutely. Feeling like, ah. Oh. Because then my sub- subconscious came alive and I either dreamed about it or it festered in my brain as I was sleeping. And so I didn't even get good sleep. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's all still within your body mm-hmm. and it's going to multiply and it's going to fester. And you wake up after eight hours of non-activity, it's going to like a virus that multiplies overnight or a bacteria that multiplies the same thing. Mm-hmm. And you wake up even in a worse state. Mm-hmm. So one great benefit of journaling is just that release of if somebody was rude to you, if somebody said something that hurt you, just if writing it down, leave with that process helps you release that from your internal out to the external world, because that alone, that process alone will help you let go, will right. help you not stick to that. Oh, this person said this to me a week ago and I'm still, I mean, still I'm bothering sure, you. I'm sure every girl has written down a list of things that they want to, if they're in an argument with their boyfriend or, or girlfriend or whatever, um, will write to open their notes up on their phone and jot down the points that they want to make because in the heat of the moment, they're going to forget. It's kind of like the same thing. You're organizing your thoughts sometimes to be able to express it to that person. And then sometimes just to be able to get it out. I have written like lots of letters to people, but I've never sent it to them just because I just needed to get it out. It wasn't something that necessarily needed to be discussed. It was just an internal thing that I needed to get over, whether it be the a resentment that I had, my feelings were hurt because they said something, you know, not to say that you shouldn't share that, but sometimes we feel like we pick and choose our battles and some things are more important to us that don't need to be shared or just an internal thing, which is fine. Everyone has an internal battle. You don't have to fight over everything. And so this is a good way to help yourself organize your thoughts, understand why you're upset, what part of whatever they said hurt you or whatever the case may be that was done to you or said to you. And then you can move on from it because you understand you are able to accept it and you're able to move on. Yeah, absolutely. And Sigmund said it best, unexpressed emotions will multiply and come out in uglier ways. And I'm sure we've all been there where little tiny things throughout a relationship or throughout a week, we keep adding to it, we, it keeps piling up, and then it will take a dirty dish, or it will take something very small in your household, or a very, very tiny remark from boyfriend, girlfriend, friend, whatever, for you to blow up, for you to be like, oh my God, I can't believe you just fucking said that. Mm-hmm. How come you never wash the dishes? Right. And then you just look at the other person like, where is this coming from? Like, how did you just blow up? And that's exactly what we're trying to talk to 
you about is when you journal, when you write, when you meditate, that is your outlet. If you feel like you cannot talk to that significant other, to that friend, to your boyfriend, girlfriend about the things that they did that made you react in a negative way, because that's your outlet. If you mm -hmm. don't have that, writing, meditation, just going out into a park and yelling it out or speaking it out, that is your outlet. Mm -hmm. So help yourself. Don't let it pile up. Don't let it fester because you're going to blow up. Think about it like this. If it's hindering the progress of your life and making a negative impact in your life, then you have to say something because you can only be fair to yourself. One way that helped me not blow up is the journaling, the meditation, just every day focusing on my breathing and trying to, to be aware of my surroundings and the way I treat people and you know, the kind of energy that I put out in this world and that I take in. It's so much easier to be negative, but with meditation, it, you're able to guide yourself and your body into that positive place where you accept the, the good energy in the world and you're able to project that out. Beautifully said. It's all about inviting and accepting the positive and releasing the negative that you've accrued throughout your life or throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout your relationship. And meditation and journaling is just an outlet for you to escape the day-to-day -day life. The stress, the stress that you feel, the anxiety, the pressures of life, and just get a bigger, I mean, meditation does that, but just get a pic bigger picture of what's important in life. Yeah. Which is you, not, not anyone else. We hope that this podcast was able to help you guys learn a bit more about meditation. Um, as always, we love your feedback and we hope to catch you on the next episode, guys. Yeah, I've, I've had people reach out to me with different topics that they would love for us to discuss. So if a topic comes to your mind, please, please reach out and let us know. And we will definitely create uh, an episode based off the topic that you would like us to discuss and give you our insight, give you how we deal with that certain topic and how the things that we've done helped us and maybe it can help you too. For sure. And as always, you can follow us on Instagram at ruminate daily pod. You can follow Hutan at hutan.zari and follow me at Miriam Mog underscore. And we'll catch y'all next time, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye everyone.